The She Strong Media Podcast is a place created for the Christian by a Christian to equip you with the word of God that will help you navigate through everyday life. My name is BC Courage, I'm your host, and my belief is that God loves each and every one of us so dearly, and His desire is to see us joyful, healthy, and enjoying our everyday life. So I invite you to come alongside with me on this journey as we learn more about God and grow closer to Him. God bless you and let's talk more in the episodes. Hey there friends, you are welcome back to the She Is Strong podcast, a podcast created for the Christian by a Christian, providing you with tools to help you build your everyday faith and a solid relationship with Jesus. My name is Courage, I am your host, and I really want to welcome you who is here for your first time. My friend, you're going to hear me call you my friend a lot, but that's because I want you to know that we are family here and I really appreciate you for, you know, taking the nudge and saying, oh, I'm going to click on this episode and listen to what this lady has to say. So I'm really so grateful that you're here and I hope that you join the community and become a part of what God is doing here. And to everyone who keeps coming back time and time again, leaving comments on Spotify and also on the Instagram, like encouraging the videos, sharing it and sharing the episodes. Guys, God bless you so much. Thank you for being a part of everything that God is doing here and really just being with me on this journey. It can feel a little bit secluded sometimes because I'm literally in a Muslim country and I'm trying to find other podcasters that do Christian content because everyone is doing something else, you know. So it's really, it's really something to know that, you know, we are all a part of this and you guys are praying with me in this and you're on this journey with me. So I'm really grateful for you. And if you're listening, maybe on Apple Podcasts, you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcast platform you're on, I really want to encourage you to hit that subscribe button and click follow if maybe it is follow (laughs) so that every time we do an episode every single week, you get a notification and you don't miss what the Lord is saying in that week. And I'd really just love to know like how many of us are listening. You know, it's good to know that um, because every time I upload an episode, we get two or three more, five more followers on the podcast platforms. And it's so good to know that we're all learning about God and growing together. Yeah. So actually, this particular topic came about <laughs> from a quote I read last week. Did I just say quote? A quote. I don't know. Anyways, you guys are used to me by now. <laughs> but I read a quote last week and I wasn't really thinking about using it for this particular episode. But then... Throughout the entire week, I kept observing. I feel like I was observing the world, but I kept seeing things that were really drawing me back to that quote. So today, I just felt a nudge in my spirit and the Holy Spirit was just like, this is what you're supposed to talk about today. So I was like, Lord, who am I? I'm going to listen to you and I'm going to talk about it today. So we're really going to be, I'm going to read the quote to you guys a little bit later on. But it is something that I feel like it is a sensitive topic and it gets people how it gets people. But I feel like, if you can really get a hold of this knowledge and you can really make peace with it, it's really going to change your life. It's really going to do it. And that's something that I really feel, I feel it's so heavy in my heart to really share it with you all because I feel like when you get it, you get freedom. You get freedom from the things that you've you've heard. You get freedom from the things that you've kept in your heart. And you also get freedom for you to be able to move forward and live your life. Because, like, to be honest, like the topic is actually 
they declined my love and i'm gonna add some stuff to it but i really just wanted to talk about this particular aspect of when you have this feeling that you were being nice to someone but then they didn't accept your niceness or they didn't value it because i think that's the word i'm looking for value it they didn't they didn't feel like it was it was heavy or it had weight but to you it was heavy and you gave it to them but they they didn't take care of it according to your eyes they didn't take care of it and stuff like that but then i know that this topic is very wide so as you all know i always look at things from many different angles but um when i read that quote it was really because there was another quote before it it was talking more about like friendships this quote is about friendships but i'm also going to talk a little bit about like romantic um relationships maybe between a male and a female a little bit later on but then i feel like friendships which is like the core of so many things which sometimes people think is very small but i don't think friendships are small units i think friendships are the biggest unit there is friendships and families and these are two units that the devil is really always attacking so i'm gonna read the quote to you guys before i get into this the quote says unfortunately people have a right to decline your love no matter how pure your intentions are you are not what they want and that is okay too. You know, the, the the part at the end that says you are not what they want and that is okay too is what I really want us to focus on here because it is okay too. You know, it. I, I feel like we, we do this thing so much in our generation because we don't give value to the people that we surround ourselves with. You know, because we sat together in school doesn't necessarily mean we're supposed to do life together. Doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to go with you everywhere. And I'm saying this from a very good place, to be honest. I'm saying this from a very good place because if you are very mindful of the people that you surround yourself with, number one, it means that you know who you are. You are someone who knows what they want and you will not take anything other than what you want. And that's not in a selfish or in a bad way. But actually, if we stop seeing it like it's a bad thing, it will actually be beneficial for us. I took this online course on digital evangelism, especially about sharing Jesus online. And I remember the course instructor was saying, nowadays we we pinpoint so many things that are wrong with social media and the media in general. But we're forgetting to know that there's also good in the media. Like as in everything else, there's always... Um, a positive side to everything there's also a negative side to everything so it's the same with social media social media can make you waste a lot of time as you're scrolling it can actually make you start comparing your life to other people because it's it's a picture like you cannot expect me to take a picture of myself every time i'm crying i don't think people do that you know it's weird at some point but then it's called instagram it is an instant picture that you take i'm happy in the moment so i'm gonna take my picture and i'm gonna post it and i always say this and i'm gonna keep saying it there's one reason why because i'm someone i used the internet i use social media properly and if there's one thing i always say to people who complain about people are faking their lives online or you should show us this one it's okay for people to be real but then like something I read from Pastor Jackie Hill Perry the other day, she was like, sometimes we mistake being real. Um, like you're trying to say, oh, I'm just being transparent and it's actually giving off loneliness. You're actually telling people that you're very lonely. <laughs> so 
I, I'm just uh, like, I'm paraphrasing everything she said right now. But sometimes you can be oversharing when you're not supposed to share what that, you're not supposed to share that thing with the world. It was meant for you and God. Sometimes it's not everything you will share with the world. Share the ones that he leads you to share and then keep the ones that he needs you to keep. And it's also good for you to be real with other people because you never know who your testimony might bless. But then what I'm trying to say is there are so many good things with social media as much as there are bad things with social media. And it is something that we, we I always say it depends on the person who is looking at the content. Somebody posted their picture. I don't know where they were. I don't know how they did it. I don't know where how they even took the picture. So, like, if I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, she's partying in whatever. Or she has a beautiful life or something. And I start feeling bad about my life. It's about me more than it's about her. Because I've made myself too small in my eyes. And I'm so insecure about my life. So, I'm getting jealous of her life. But you you don't know people. So, I always say just let people enjoy their lives and work on your heart. How am I viewing this content? What is my heart posture? Am I looking at it with a jealous heart? Am I looking at it with the, oh, they've got a blessing. I'm happy for them. And you, like, be happy for people. Your own time will come. And even if they're struggling with their marriages, if they're struggling with their relationships, it doesn't give you the right to tell them not to post a picture with them and their partner being happy. I don't know why I'm talking about all the social media stuff. Maybe, maybe someone needs to hear this. If you're online, be a person. Just enjoy, be happy for other people, be happy for yourself, be contented in your life so that you will not look at another person's blessing as if God is being unfair because he's not being unfair. Sometimes we just, need to, we just actually need to step up our game. So but anyways, this particular quote, we can look at it from a friendship perspective and also from um, a relationship perspective. But with the friendship perspective, I always say this, like, and I think it's, it's, it's like both sides to a coin. You choose your friends, to be honest. You choose the people that you want to allow in your life. Like the quote says, people have a right to actually decline your love. And this is one thing I want to start off with because I think we've forgotten that just because, like I said earlier, just because we sat in school together doesn't necessarily mean we're going to do life together because I as an individual, you as an individual, you have the right to categorize people how you want to categorize them in your life because you know why? We all relate to people differently. We can ha we can be three friends or four friends. Okay, we can be four friends. But the way A and B um, communicate or relate to each other is not the same way C and D does. And it's the same way if we, if we flip it around. All of them don't see each other in the same way. They don't relate with each other in the same way because we all don't have the same minds. So we cannot see each other in the same way. I think that's something people are forgetting to understand. You cannot do that. So sometimes what is important to you is not important to me. And that's okay too. You have to be able to accept that you can disagree to agree. It's fine. We are all people. We are supposed to be accommodative. I think at some particular point for us to be able to live in unity. Sometimes what, what your reality is another another person's reality. And you cannot force them to take your reality. Unless it's like some crazy thing. I don't know how to say it. Just keep praying for them. If maybe your friend is going astray, okay, keep praying for them. You know, but when it comes to some little things like how you guys communicate, like how you guys show up in life, there are some there are some friendships that one person values, let's say maybe they value a career and then the other person 
just wants to have a home with kids and stuff like that let's just take those two examples yeah so you can have those polar opposites but it doesn't really mean that the two of them cannot coexist and they cannot be friends so they can exist if this one knows that this is what is important to my friend i'm going to support her and i will love her still and this one knows that oh this is what is important to my friend i'm going to support her and i'm going to love her so i just wanted to start off with the fact that we all have rights individual rights to categorize people how we want to categorize them and you cannot do anything about that so i was i read this quote um the other day on instagram and then one lady like it was about friendships and what her therapist told her about friendships and how um her ego and her pride can really make her to miss out on some really really good friendships then she had some subsequent videos where she was explaining some certain situations and i remember vividly she's said something about she had this friend that she had been hanging around with and stuff like that so she said that friend to her was so so important she had like maybe i don't know how to say but she valued that friend so much but then you know they were she said they were having a conversation one day about something something and then the friend like it was a conversation the both of them were having the friend said to her oh but we're not friends like that she said in the moment like and then the conversation was long but she said in the moment when when her that her friend told her that but i don't see you in that magnitude like you're a friend to me like this but not in another way too much like that you know and she said in the moment the first thing that hit her was her pride and her ego she was like but who do you think you are how can you say yeah you don't see me like this or you know are you better than me and stuff like that she said those were the words that actually came to her mind and when she actually said that it actually made me to actually reflect and actually look up look at all our all our lives like all of us you who's listening to me right now just reflect has anyone ever said something to you and you went oh who do they think they are they think they're better than me now and stuff like that oh i know them from before and stuff like that you know like we do that a lot especially when our ego has been bruised and our pride has been smashed to the floor and hit by a car <laughs> and she said in the moment that like, she really feels bad and it's very normal for her to feel bad because it's like this is how i see this person but then this is not how this person sees me she said when she went home it took her a few days to actually process because it's a sad thing to be honest it's sad and we are not going to downplay anyone's feelings here this is not what this community is for it's for love it's for love and sharing hugs so but then she said she had that moment where she felt sad then she got angry then she she felt okay again and everything and she said in therapy her her therapist like told her a whole scenario and stuff like that and her therapist made her to see life in the other way she said i after that she saw that her friend she said she actually had so much respect for that her friend after that after reflection she was like this person actually knows who she is she knows what she wants and you know it it helps her to have a perspective on, on life and it's not only that but then it's i think it's very normal actually and that's why sometimes like i was telling a friend though that i was like especially when it comes to romantic relationships when you find someone who actually likes you when you like them at the same time i always feel like it's a miracle that's why i love weddings and i love when i see two couples who actually love themselves because i'm like that's a miracle to find someone who likes you at the same time the same way you like them or something like that because it's hard to find you know but since we're talking about friendships um 
it's not like you guys are getting married but then <laughs> why did i just say that but then what i'm trying to say is she's she said she had so much respect for her friend and i think when she said that it made so much sense because um, you can actually learn so much from the people that you're like who does she think she is she's teaching you something that probably you need to learn but anyways i want to just um i want to tell you guys a few things that i think will help you if if maybe you're struggling in the area of um you've been nice to someone and then you feel like it wasn't reciprocated to you you feel like they took it for granted and then you know you think you're not bitter you think you're not angry but sis was seeing your status we are seeing your status <laughs> like but that's not what i'm saying what i'm actually trying to say is you're angry somewhere deep down inside because whether you said it out loud or not you have the feeling of who does this person think they are they might not have openly told you that i don't see you the way you see me and that lady made mention of something she was like sometimes these people that you're going all out for the person is probably sitting and wondering but why is this lady doing all of these things you know and i started laughing because i was like hmm she's actually right because have you ever done something for someone so much and then when something breaks out you're like after everything i did for you and then the person is like but i didn't ask you to do anything do you know how shocking that is but it's as shocking as it is it's true the person didn't ask you for anything they didn't tell you to do anything you know and he made me to think about some certain things and in correlation with what the lady said she was like she feels like we would save ourselves a lot of heartache and we will save, save ourselves a lot of you know a lot of stress if we would tell people who they are in our lives and as hard as that sounds as weird as it sounds it's something that if we normalize it will be good especially in the african community you know i feel like with people in the western world this thing is very easy for them to be honest because they are they're open to sharing their feelings and i know it's still hard for some people to do it but then i feel like if our african circles can really normalize it it would be good it's okay for you to tell someone like she was like let's normalize telling people that you can stop right there friend the, the, i don't want you to do these things for me because sometimes you can be doing it and it's uncomfortable for the person but they don't even know how to tell you that it's uncomfortable for me that you're doing all these things and it is not wait i need to repeat myself properly when i want to say this it is not because they don't know how to receive love wait mm, let me hold it that person does not want your gift or your time or your attention or all the things that you're thinking that you're giving them not because they don't know how to receive love but it's because it's hard for them to receive your love and it's hard for them to receive your love because you are not the person who is supposed to be showing them that love see I will not I don't know if I should repeat this part again but then this is the part that I feel like if you get it you get it because you know I feel like we're walking around and trying to give people and trying to tell people that you had to love um your 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 closing up yourself so that people don't love you or whatever have you seen that person with someone who was meant to show them that love and they're showing them the love and they are receiving the love it looks totally different from what was going on between the two of you even as friends it looks totally different they are open to that love they easily share they are open to everything that's going on because they're receiving it from the right place and i'm gonna say it now in another way probably it was hard for them to receive your love because it was coming from the wrong place 
And it's not like when you were being nice to them, you had an ulterior motive. But sometimes I've learned from experience that people can um, love you into into bondage. I don't know if these are the words I'm looking for. They can mani- uh, oh, that's the word. They can manipulate you with love and manipulate you with care and attention and all these things, you know. And the truth is, whether you say it or not, the God God is not God is not sleeping. That's what I feel. And God doesn't want that for either of you. So I feel like God is the one who is making that person to feel the way they feel concerning you or to feel how they or to see you in the way they see you or maybe to to eat with you with a very long spoon because God feels like you are trying to do everything that you're doing in their lives for you to find value in yourself and for you to think that you're important or for you to use whatever you're doing to manipulate them. You know, sometimes so that you can have a say in their life. You can have an opinion because they will feel guilty because you've been doing things for them, you know, and stuff like that. Because I always like, I, I'm always paying attention to people. It's really when someone says, how could they do this to me after everything I've done for them? Sis, were you doing everything you did for them so that one day they will thank you or fall at your feet or one day they will repay you or their actions towards you will be the repayment or were you buying your way into their lives? Like, it's crazy. People think they can buy friendships with money and with acts of deeds and kindness. It's not like that. The truth is that, like, I feel like being genuine is so rare these days. So, I don't know. Like, it's really, really rare these days because I feel like people are really trying to be nice out of for what they can get. You only meet a few people who are just being nice to you as Jesus was nice to everyone, who don't need anything in return. And that's why those people, to be honest, they suffer. They really suffer sometimes. I remember my therapist told me one time. She was like, courage. <laughs> because that's literally how she talks. She's like, courage. They're very neat. There are a lot of needy people everywhere. Even at church. <laughs> she said, because there's some people like that. Like, they've never seen someone who does, who does good deeds or who is kind to them without really expecting anything in return. The person is just being nice to you. So they've never seen it. And it's new to them. And they're thinking they have to do something back to you. Or if they're not trying to do something back to you, they're trying to, they're going to try to buy their way into your life or they're going to try to buy it. So that this thing is very complicated. But you guys get what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm trying to say that you have to, if you are nice to people, like do it from a good heart, do it from a right place. Like your, your intentions are pure. To be honest, your intentions are pure. You might not be thinking that that's what you're doing, but that's what it's giving off. Like I always say, people can smell things. Like you, you can smell the intentions with which people walk into your life with. You can know, no matter how pure it looks and everything that it is, sometimes it can really be manipulation. Sometimes it can really just be that maybe that person is not supposed to be your person. And then that lady said something very important. She was like, I didn't stop being friends with her. Now, this is the part that I really want us to focus on. You can, someone can tell you, I don't see you how you see me. Okay? And that is okay. You don't need to go telling the whole world that we were very good friends. Now, she said, you know, we're not supposed to be, that she doesn't want to be like this anymore. And now it's a problem. It's not supposed to be like that. No. You guys can still be friends. 
but then now you have to relate with her in the same way she relate with you you have to bring you know that place you put her there you you know that pedestal that fit floor <laughs> bring her down to basement <laughs> that's so funny but then bring her back down to basement like if you guys were if you were putting her on the fit floor but she was putting you in the basement you come down to the basement you act like a basement person and then you guys flow but then there's another thing that i've learned like guys this thing eh i'm going to tell you guys it takes years to learn some of these things for you to practice them for them to actually work in your life to be honest it takes a lot of refining from god for you to be act- to actually learn how to love people and i'm saying this because we live in a world where it's it's a lot of protect myself kind of thing protect my energy protect my peace and stuff like that which to be honest i will not tell you it's a bad thing i will tell you that it's only bad when you don't know how to do it and you do it with resentment you do it with anger and all of these other things because as much as you're saying i'm protecting my peace i always tell you guys no one took your peace away from you the holy spirit lives inside of you so that peace is always there you're the one giving it to people you're the one letting circumstances and situations take it away so it's not like you are trying to protect something that god hasn't already protected and stuff and yes i understand and yes i acknowledge the fact that what you let into your heart the people you let around you can actually affect that peace it can affect that joy but that's why the holy spirit is there and that's why the bible is there for to give you wisdom to know how to navigate these friendships and these relationships that can cause harm to that peace that god has given you so like like i really wouldn't encourage self 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 i really wouldn't but i would say even if you're doing it like have wisdom on how to do it like find a lot there's a lot in the bible to tell you how to do this whole self care and self love thing and um so like i really think if we if we if we know who we are if we know who we are it will make it so much more easier for our friendships in general and if you can come to terms with the fact that people have the right to see you how they see you my friend it will save you a lot of energy because you are also seeing someone else in another way to be honest you put someone else on the fifth floor they put you in the basement in your own life you also put someone in the basement and they put you in the fifth floor <laughs> that's like usually that's how it is so it's it's for you to to really search within your heart when you're being nice to people are you doing it because you're going to gain something or are you doing it out of the love of Christ are you really doing it out of because I love Jesus and there's something that I learned today I think pastor Greg said this in his sermon last week Sunday he was like greatness is about service it's not about status I love the part about service because some people try to do things in your life to be great to you but then it's not coming from the right place and that's why it's not an act of service because to be honest like you cannot love Jesus and then not serve people and not love people so that's why even like i i i i was doing a lot of research guys i was really doing a lot of research and there's something that a friend of mine had told me one time i think i mentioned it in this podcast she was like no matter what people do to you no matter what they said they did they acted even if your kindness was taken for granted never change who you are and she said it my therapist and i love my therapist by the way love that lady she says it all the time she's like courage you don't have to change yourself to bend into their ways because you're like you're you're feeling like maybe they might harm you but then 
you don't have to change how kind you are. Continue being kind and then just walk with wisdom. And I think that's something that we all can do because there are a lot of people who need to see genuine Jesus love. And if all the Christians are afraid of that, then who gets to show the world how to really love like Jesus? Who gets to show the world how to love people with compassion, with everything, even when they reject you, even when they don't like you, you still love them, you still show them Jesus love. If we are all afraid, who's going to do it? So I really think that we should try to adopt Jesus' ways, like how he washed the feet of the disciples. While he was, before he started washing the feet of the disciples, you know what the disciples were doing? They were arguing amongst themselves, fighting who is greater than who. Is it John? Is it Peter? Is it Matthew? Like they were fighting amongst themselves to know who is greater than who. Who does Jesus love more? But then the master actually washed their feet. So like actually we, if we love like Jesus, if we think like Jesus, I think it will really help us and not think of yourself like higher than other people and also give people the space and the room to be themselves. And also, I think Pastor Stephanie is the one who said this. She's like, believe people. Even Joyce Meyer said this. I'm name dropping a lot today, but then believe people. Believe people when they tell you what it is. If this is how they think, it's like believe them. And also like give them the benefit of doubt. I always say this. I think we lack that a lot. We're just jumping into conclusions with people. We're not actually asking questions. We're just jumping into conclusions. And that's why so many relationships just scatter. Because when you jump to conclusions, then they hear from A and B and B and C what you've concluded about. And then it changes the whole narrative and changes the whole perspective of everything. I'm going to give you guys a few things here that I really think you guys should pay attention to. People have the right to categorize you in their lives. How they see fit. Because it is their eyes. It is not your eyes. And one thing I would just like to let you know that even though they have a right to do this, you also have a right to do it. But the difference is how you do it. Because you have knowledge. You know what Jesus said. You know how he said we should love other people. So you have to do it the right way. And even when that friend tells you that you're not as important to me as you think you are or as you have made me important to you, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're a bad person. And you too, like I said, you too, you're doing it to some other person. It is not that all of you are bad people. It's just how life is wired. And it's for you guys to find out how to navigate all these relationships. So it's not that they're a bad person. It's not for you to hate them. It's for you to find out other ways for you guys to build your relationship on how you can build it. And then the next thing is, I want you guys to know that the one thing that really binds all of us up, you know, whether we are lowly or high and mighty, whatever it is, Love is the one thing that binds all of us up. And that is the love of Christ. Because it's the love of Christ that saved us. You can still love people. But not be vitally involved in their everyday lives. And that is okay. I can say I love you. We like. I, I feel like people are thinking too much about this love word. Yes, your actions are supposed to follow your words and stuff like that. But then I think when it comes to the point of friendships. And you guys get what I, where, where I'm going to. I can love my friend, but it doesn't mean I'm like available two for seven for her. It's like I will be if you're dying, sweetheart. I will be available for you. 
just that's what i'm saying i'm gonna be available for you but what i'm trying to say is there's some people who take so many things for granted you know so be very careful when you are the one being manipulated you know because you're too available you know don't be too available for people that's that's really horrible i was like that one time and i almost died (laughs) the next thing is relationships are seasonal I want you to know that some relationships are very seasonal. That's why you shouldn't be resenting people and getting angry at them when they when they they don't see you how you see them or you think they've used up all your kindness or they were taking advantage of you. Relationships are seasonal. Some relationships and some people come into your life to teach you some certain things. Some come to stay. Some come to teach you lessons. It's for you to use wisdom to know who came to stay and who, who came to you know, teach me something and move on. You have to be very vigilant so that you don't end up hating everyone in the world. The next thing is, stop explaining. Stop explaining to the whole world why they think you're not good enough and why they used you or they took advantage of you. I was being kind to them, but they did this. That's you saying, after all I did to them, they're doing this to me. Like, really... Stop explaining yourself. Stop telling the whole world the whole story. And just give that person grace. And also give yourself grace. Because it's not like it's on you. It's not about you. It's not what you're not doing. It's not that you're not good enough. You are good enough. You are perfect. You're an amazing friend to someone else. And it's like I said, find where you relate with that person and walk from there. They're not the only person in the world. And God might put them in your life to teach you how to be less prideful. Because sometimes that person was teaching you that, like God maybe brought them to teach you that you had too much ego and you need to bring it down a little bit, just just a little bit. <laughs> and the next thing is ask questions before stepping into anything. <sighs> so I'm going to do this in two parts. There are some relationships that we have that we didn't necessarily plan. I'm someone that I really take stock of my friendships. Like I know who is getting into my life and who is not. I observe I watch and I really move according to the Holy Spirit. Like if it tells me that, no, I'm that person who's going to say, no, mm-mm, this is not it. And I'm the kind of person that I really don't like. Like it, it's, it's my personal preference, but I really don't like people who pretend. So I, I just don't like it. Like if you don't like something, say you don't like it. If you like it, say you like it. Life goes on. So I, I, I'm, I'm very, vigilant to pretend and vigilance to manipulation and stuff like that but then ask questions before you get into you get into deep into any friendship especially maybe if it's a one that it's by choice you have to like like i said let's normalize asking people where we stand in their lives it helps the both of you so much and then there are some relationships that just happen over time to be honest i have some friendships in my life that it happened just because I kept seeing the person. Maybe we kept meeting time and time again. We meet here, we meet there. Later on, we hung out for coffee. Maybe go watch a movie and stuff like that. But the thing is, I'll just tell you guys one thing. I I met those people, yes, one, two, three times. We didn't plan it. Then the other times that we planned it and got to know each other and we became very good friends, it was because I felt... Something in my spirit that told me that, okay, this is someone someone you can do life with. There are those easy friendships that you just feel everything is just easy. And it's not like the two of you are not holding yourself accountable. You are. 
but then it's coming from a good place. So it's a very good accountability to digest. There are some people that are correcting you. There are some friends that correct you, but it's not coming from the right place. So it's very hard for you to digest it because then you end up doubting yourself, even though your friend was trying to help you. Then you really wonder if he was help at the end of the day, because now you're feeling guilty and you're feeling bad. Was you really help? But so what I'm trying to say is I have those friendships that just happen organically and no one planned anything and we just found ourselves where we are. But then we are in line with our values are in line and so many things are in line. Like I said, you choose friendships based on value. You guys don't have to be alike, but your values, there are some things that you value that has to make sense. So you have to ask questions. If it's something that you guys are being intentional about, ask questions. Where are we? Where are we? So that you don't end up tomorrow and like, I went all out for this person and they didn't do anything for me. But then my question is, were you doing it so that they could do something for you? Child of God. Like literally look at Jesus' life. Jesus loved us so much. The same people he loved, they nailed him on the cross. He didn't get anything good till the end. <laughs> literally, he didn't get anything good till the end. And you're here saying that after all I did for them. Like, why do we do that? Sometimes when I hear Christians say that, it hurts me so much because I feel like we still have so, we have such a long way to go when we say those things. And the next thing I want to let you guys know is that let go of your ego. That ego, that pride. Like I told you guys, Jesus was washing feet. Jesus loved everyone. He didn't do it because he was trying to get anything out of it. It was out of the abundance of his heart. It's not only about you being the most lovable friend. It's it's not all of those things. If your heart is only after service, it wouldn't matter who appreciated you or not in your friendships. If you're just after serving people, whether they tell you thank you or not, whether they said you're my best friend in the whole entire world or not, it wouldn't really matter because you were planting seeds of Jesus in their heart. You were planting seeds of righteousness. And we shouldn't be nice. We shouldn't do things because we want to be thanked. Don't be kind so you can be thanked. Like be kind because you have been commissioned to be kind. Be kind because it's coming from the, the abundance of your heart. And the other thing is for you to let people be. Like let people be. Let people categorize if they want to. It's not a bad thing. Don't say this person is a bad thing. It's a bad person. No. Just let people be. And you who has known your purpose and your vision and who you are, continue doing that too. They're also letting you be. And the next thing is stop trying to please people. Live life according to how God says you should live life. I, I have this friend I always tell her, I tell her sometimes there are some things that I do. I don't say it too much because I, I want to live life according to how I want to live life. I don't want to do things because everyone else is doing it. I'm not going to go take a loan because everyone is doing loan or everyone is riding the next new Porsche. Mm -mm. I said, I'm going to do life how I want to do life. My money is going to stack up somewhere. It's fine. Let it be there. <laughs> I don't need to show it off. And because we're, we're in a generation and we're in a time where everyone thinks is showing it off actually is what makes you seen, what makes you known, what makes you important. But I don't know. Just find, like, let God be your definition of success. I always tell myself, I'm like, I would love if I'm more known with the things that I do for God and not just the things I do for God, but I want to be known. Like, they didn't describe me as a Christian girl, not because of anything I do, but I just want to be identified as a child of God. 
I think that would be success for me, to be honest. And the next thing is stop trying to prove a point. You cannot change people. Go listen to Joyce Meyer. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. You cannot change people. You cannot keep praying, Lord, change them, change them, change them. Or, oh, sorry, you cannot keep forcing them to change. You have to just pray for God to touch their hearts. So stop trying to prove a point. Stop trying to tell the whole world that I'm a good person. Um, they, they, they just, you know, they don't, don't just recognize it. It's okay if they don't see it. Someone else sees it. And I think this is some, this is the place we're going to end at. Someone else values you and you value someone else more than someone else. We are all doing this crisscross thing. I would say, enjoy your life. Live your life. Stop trying to defend yourself. Stop trying to prove a point. Um, if someone has, um, made you spend on them and then they refuse your friendship afterwards, take it as a seed. You've planted a very beautiful seed in someone else's life and let it be that you were Jesus' arm to them in that time that they were in need. <sighs> I don't know if I touched on everything in this topic, but my friend, it is okay for people to decline your love. It is okay. You are also declining someone else's love. <laughs> And it's not just about the decline. It's okay for you to want someone and not want another person. Just think about relationships, romantic relationships. I think women have gotten a mastery of this right now. As women, like, like I want to just start off with saying men, I am so proud of you guys. You guys are so strong because I feel like men have a lot of big heart. Like They put themselves out there and the girl refuses. They put themselves out there and the girl keeps refusing. So many girls rejection after rejection until they finally get the right lady (laughs) so men are so strong but then for a woman they're very used to like if you meet a man he's interested in you and you're not you just tell him sorry i'm not interested in you i don't want you in my life i don't see us going anywhere and stuff like that you know so that same thing it applies to friendships too and the guy actually it helps him to get clarity so that he doesn't keep pulling on when it might never go anywhere and you're not leading him on. You're not making him sad at the end of the day. It helps him to find freedom too. That's why I said let's normalize saying what we really actually think and feel. Normalize saying these things. Aside from that, like women, like it's so easy for us. We're just like, I'm sorry. I don't see us going anywhere. Like it comes right down to even someone asking your number. For me, I do that all the time. Like I, for me, like I don't like answering calls when I don't want to answer the calls. So I'm always like, I really don't want to foster anything with you. I don't want to, I don't want to pull anything. I don't see anything here. So it would be really bad if I gave you my number and I don't respond to your calls. I say it honestly. Like I honestly say I will not respond to your call. So I would rather not give you my number. And it's, it's that easy. You just have to know what you want and know how you want it. And then, you actually communicate it. I think communication is the key. Like communicate these things. And then like like I said, the one thing I said when they asked you, did I did I tell you to do anything? Remember that. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> Anyways, guys, I feel like this was just a chill sit down and have a conversation episode. It wasn't really like teaching and stuff like that. But I just really felt like I should put this out there. And Maybe you needed someone to remind you and kick you in the butt so that you can actually wake up and start ha- stop having the pity party. Like, stop having the pity party. Um, your friend is not a bad person. 
for not seeing you how you want her to see you. It's okay. And you are also not a bad person that she doesn't see you the way you think you want her to see you. You are an amazing person. You are enough. You are amazing. And someone else is going to see that other amazing part of you. She just gets to see this part because she's looking at you from her eyes, not your eyes. You're also looking at her from your eyes. Sometimes our eyes are all different. And I really want to encourage anyone listening to me. If you're doing good to people, do it out of the abundance of your heart. Don't do it expecting anything in return. Don't do it for any ulterior motives. And sometimes even with your pure intention, there might be something hidden under there. If there's something I found out recently is that there are traces of our trauma in everything that we do. And it will be nice if we get to know it ourselves properly and find a community that can help us heal and grow and become better versions of ourselves so that we can actually function properly in these relationships that God has given us as a blessing. So, yeah, guys, I'm I'm really excited for, um, you know, putting out some video content this week. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm super excited for... Um, some people that have reached out to me like, hey, can we post your videos on Sundays on our Sunday page? And I'm like, please post it. <laughs> It'll be nice to spread some Jesus joy every time. So the song recommendations for this week, uh, Maeve, I just called it Maeve, <laughs> but Maeve City just dropped Crazy Love. I love, love, love Crazy Love. It's such a good one. You guys should go listen to it. It reminds of of, of how God loves us. And also, I've been loving this song, Loved by You by Riley Clements. A lot of love going on here, guys. But then, maybe it's time we remind ourselves. So, um, Loved by You, Riley Clements. And um, I've been loving everything by Natalie Lane lately. So, go listen to her. She's amazing. Anyways, guys, check out those songs. I, I'm going to try to see if I can add them in the show notes. And just be happy, guys. God bless you. I love you guys. See you again next week. Bye.